2: Welcome in Are Rob Black in your money. Talking all things financial, money, investing in more. What's on your financial mind? Always a good place to start. How's the market doing? How the market is not doing. Um many, 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 many things that we could, you know, angle the show around. I want to get you to retirement, you gotta save money. On a regular basis, yeah. There's going to be some problems uh, that don't work quite as well. But that's okay. J.C. Penney sales stumble. That's in the news. A lot of retailers in the news today. We'll probably talk a lot about that. Um, back to school though is really, you know, one of the driving stories right now. Let's consider, you know, how does the year play out, and you get a little bit of a. Back to school play in the fall. A little Christmas in the uh, winter months. Second quarter tends to be a little lackadaisical because during the springtime we're going on vacations, summertime vacations. First three months of the year, we tend to get a lot kind of a spending flush where people, you know, I've maxed out my 401k by this time of this year, so I'm not going to be putting money in the market for the next three months or so. And then, Boom! I got to do it all over again next year. So today, we have the S P 500 up three, the Dow up 17, the Nasdaq up 11, the the Treasury 2.82. That's a pretty big number. Um, Anything under three and a half is typically you know put money towards stocks. So I still think we have upside in the market over the next 18 months, but over the next 18 days, I don't know. Gold's at 1370 an ounce, up four. Gold's still frustratingly high. You know, if our economy's not rocking and rolling, why is gold so high? I'm sorry, why is oil so high? It just doesn't quite feel right. Um, big news for Tesla the Model S just got just an amazing, amazing safety review. So their stock continues to do very well in momentum. Are you buying it based on sales? You know, five years out, are you buying it based on sales today? It has to be, you know, discount and looking into the future. It's up at $148 a share. 52-week high is 158 It's right now at $148 a share, up just a couple of dollars today. Some of the other stories of note tied towards yesterday, we've had kind of a rough run on the market. Four or five days now. The yield on the 10-year seems to be the... Story putting pressure on stocks. The other item that made waves on a slow news day yesterday was, you know, weakness in emerging markets, which have not acted very well since the talk of the Federal Reserve doing their little tapering speech. Home Depot, pretty good quarter. The hardline retailers today seem to be better than the softline retailers last week. Um, They've upped their guidance for 2014 as the housing market's done well. People continue to shop and improve their homes. They're kind of linked hand-in-hand. Hand. You know, my home's up X amount of dollars. I'm going to go put in a new yard. I'm going to, you know, do something like that. Best Buy. They have had an amazing run. I turned around. I did not imagine this. Um, they're a benefit actor of a lot of short covering. They reported a very good quarter, 32 cents a share versus expectations, 21 cents a share. Um, you know... They had a revenue decline. Same-store sales were down. Company's domestic gross margins, excluding legal settlements, slipped. Yet the stock's up 11%, and it's gone really from $12, $13 this year all the way to $32. That's pretty impressive. Dick's Sporting Good. They are lower. They cut their 2014 guidance. TJ Maxx, a pretty nice little discounter. They beat by 3 cents on an 8% jump in revenue, 4% increase in same-store sales. They raised their 2014 guidance. Um, let's see where that one's trading at today, because I am interested. I used to own TJ Maxx years ago, and I basically got out of it because I just made too much money. Um, I know that's embarrassing to say. Taking a look at the five-year chart on the stock it's gone from 2009 at ten dollars share to where it is today at fifty three. It's been a huge winner. Obviously a discounter, and maybe they're benefiting from, you know, the shift of the big box stores. You know, these just huge stores like J C and Sears. Maybe a little bit of a, a slip into a smaller type box um, mall <clears throat> or strip mall versus mall. Netflix says it's reached a multi-year agreement with the Weinstein Company that's going to give it exclusive streaming rights to the film's first-run film starting in 2016. 2016. The Weinstein's movies include the artist and the king's speech. Netflix already has a deal with Weinstein that includes documentaries and foreign films. The deal also announced it's going to give Netflix more firepower versus premium cable channels such as HBO and other internet video services, including Amazon's. So Netflix continues its march to becoming... more of a media company compete with an HBO you know I've had Showtime for years now and they've got the great show Homeland they've got the great show Dexter for me I'm a dude I totally admit it I know they're not super intellectual fair but uh, with that being said am I going to cancel Showtime probably I'm definitely thinking that um Let's take a quick look at the market numbers again, see if anything's really changed in any way, shape, or form. Not really. NASDAQ up 10, the SP 500 up 3. <laughs> I've already done the numbers. Small cap stocks down 11. Ten-year Treasury sits... Uh, Ten-year note is one of those just interesting plays. Because uh, yesterday it spiked to nine, And, you know, again, a real nice play as far as... Uh, A move goes from 162.9. There's a story out there today on on college debt. It's getting more, people are getting more college debt, and federal aid's getting bigger. That's frustrating, because we seem to be doing that story almost on a regular basis. The SEC yesterday, <clears throat> announced that hedge fund titan Philip Falcone has been banned from the securities industry for five years. Him and his hedge fund have agreed to pay $18 million in admitted wrongdoing. The SEC accused Falcone of several instances of misconduct while operating Harbinger Capital, improperly using $113 million of his clients' funds to pay his personal taxes, favoring the redemption requests of certain clients over others, and manipulating bond prices. Falcone and Harbinger engaged in serious misconduct that harmed investors it's nice to see you know what he did was serious he admitted wrongdoing he's paying an 18 million dollar fine but no prison time that's not good you kind of want some stickiness to some of these crimes so that they don't happen again in the future I was talking to a DUI attorney yesterday on my television show, and I said, You know, how expensive is the first DUI? He said, Roughly 57500 $5, How expensive is the second DUI? And he said, Second DUI, you don't want to get. That means we failed, the, the whole system failed. I thought he was going to say like 10000 15000 Nope. You don't want to know those answers. This is Rob Lack Your Money on the Wall Street Business Network.
4: Thank you, I'm Bob Moon with a
5: Bloomberg.
3: I've Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money. On AM 1220, KDOW.
2: In a sign of a little bit of toppiness for sure, apartments in the Bay Area are being converted back to condos. Bay Area rental pendulum swings to condos. Some condominium complexes opened at the worst possible time in the depths of a real estate downturn. When homebuyers were few and far between, they coped by becoming for-rent apartment buildings instead. But now, as the housing recovery accelerates, several East Bay and South Bay developments are switching back to for-sale condos. For instance, the 125-unit in Oakland, known as Broadway Grand, first opened as a condo complex, sold 17 units, then it switched to rentals as the market tanked. San Jose's got the skyline with 121 units, switching to condos after opening as rentals during the downturn. Emeryville's got the 424-unit Bridgewater, which is switching from rentals to condos. So what's interesting to note about that is, what's that tell you? Obviously, demand for homes are huge, uh, and people feel confident. And so kind of wish you would have bought those condos and townhouses two to four years ago. Let's take a quick look at the market numbers. See how we're faring now that we're getting a little bit longer into the business trading day. The SP 500's up 2, the Dow up 21, the NASDAQ up 15. Welcome in to A Moment with Shakespeare. Macbeth once said, To get points or not to get points? Okay, so that's not true. But that's a question that people have. To be or not to be, another question they have is, Should I buy points when I get a mortgage? When I get a loan? Should I pay money to get a lower cost loan? It, I mean, that almost sounds like a scam. That almost sounds too good to be true. It's an odd concept that you have to pay to lower your rate. Points, paying for points.
6: A uh, Point is equal to a percentage of your loan amount. So if you're paying one point, that's 1%. If it's a $400,000 loan, that's $4,000 extra. So if, But if paying that point drops your rate by a quarter percent and you save $150 a month, divide 4000 by 150 and that's how many months it takes for you to recoup those costs. So if you keep it longer than that, those months, let's say it's 33 months, and you plan on keeping that house for seven years, 84 months, you're going to benefit every month after that. So it's an investment into your loan. Um, a lot of people use uh, points when rates are going up. Or if it's in a purchase and the seller is giving them some concessions, because on a purchase, all of your costs are out of your pocket, the down payment plus your closing costs. So the best way to get some additional costs is either from the rate, which is the opposite of paying points, or from the seller. So if the seller is giving you some concessions in cash, you can use that to pay points, which pays off over the long term. So somebody else is paying you f- you for having a lower rate. I recently got an
2: email from someone who was going through a refi, and he says, I've never paid points. And that was... Interesting, because I was like, I've always paid points, and I I look at it as buying them. It's buying a cheaper loan. And if I'm going to be in the house or I'm going to have a rental for more than two, three years, typically the math is going to work out that it's worth it, especially in low interest rate environments. So you're getting lower interest rates.
6: Right, and the people who don't pay points are actually at a higher rate than if they actually paid some costs. So this brings me to... Um, my issue I have with banks and other kinds of brokers and bankers that don't give options out. They're looking at the mass amount of people out there looking to refinance or purchase a house and saying, oh, we're going to give you low costs. In reality, they may not be doing the right service to this borrower when they should have paid a point, and it would have saved them money on a longer term. So they're not really qualifying. They're looking at those emotions, of, uh, and they're looking at, at a formula that says, if we advertise this, we're going to get more return on our, uh, on our clients. So make sure that when you do look at a loan, look at all of the options. As a matter of fact, the new rules that came out last year, make brokers uh, explain that if you paid points, this would be your lowest rate. If you don't pay points, this is the rate. And by the way, I'm choosing this rate. So it's, called a, it's part of the anti-steering rule where we're not steering you into a product that's making you, us more money and costing you more money. So be very careful about somebody who says no points. That also means you're taking a higher rate.
2: I always find it
6: um, intimidating, the process
2: of getting a loan, because at some point in time, you, you look at the cost, you look at how much you're borrowing, you're looking at how long it's going to take to pay off. So I, that's the area that I think most people talk themselves out of points, and I really, really want people to run both scenarios. Uh, because, yes, when you look at that, that final sheet of how much stuff costs and how many pieces of paper you're going to have to sign, you know, I've paid attorneys to sign for me because I don't like mortgages mortgage paperwork that much. I'm just like, you go sign for me. Um, you get it done. Um, well, I guess what I'm trying to say here is don't get intimidated by the process and know that points, generally, in my opinion, are a good thing to consider. Uh, if you think you're going to be moving the next year or two, no. But then again, if you think you're going to be moving the next year or two, a 30-year mortgage isn't appropriate for you either.
6: Right. And you could you do the same thing by getting an arm, uh, like a five-year arm. If you're going to leave in two years, get a five-year arm or a three-year arm, you're going to get a lower rate to begin with and then do a no point, And your rate's lower as if you were to pay points on a 30-year. So, but that
2: freaks people out because what if I can't sell the property in three to five years on the arm and I can't refinance and I can't – and the rates go right. – like, oh the, rate, oh, the rates went higher. Like, people freak out. Yep. And, uh, we're all going to die. Earth is going to go hurtling in the sun at some point in time, and I just don't think life... Aren't will. we
6: getting closer to the sun every year?
2: I Now you're freaking me out. You're listening to Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Boy, that was a little depressing, hurtling towards the sun. Oh, Tesla says its Model S electric car gets top crash ratings. That's a rarity. It's given to 1% of all vehicles. Bank of America Investment Banking in turn dies after pulling multiple all-nighters trying to impress his bosses. That's tragic. 21-year-old boy. Apple's recent run starting to fade ever so slightly. But a little fade here is holding the markets back from having a better performance for the day. Apple's down 5 today, sitting at 502. Earlier in the session, Apple was up 2 or 3 points. Apple versus Samsung. That's the big drama out there, Apple versus Google. Apple's actually taken three times as many customers from Samsung as Samsung has taken from Apple. Consumer Intelligence Research Partners conducts quarterly surveys. Well, having a higher market share of any given market is not necessarily the best strategy. Not having a mid-priced smartphone is going to hamper Apple's ability to get users into the Apple ecosystem. You know, one of the big game changers out there could be China Mobile. There are probably over 20 million China Mobile customers who have bought an iPhone and hacked it onto China's mobile system. If Apple can get China Mobile to carry the iPhone, it will help stem market share losses. A lot of people are speculating the gold iPhone, which seems to be a positive leak, would be big in China as the Chinese like gold. Let's take a break here. This is Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network.
6: Could see the
3: they Rob a- Black has a financial interest in the success of New Focus Financial. 1220 KDOW traffic.
7: This Bay Area update is brought to you by Garmin. We're headed back out towards Fremont where Auto Mall Parkway is closed in both directions between Fremont Boulevard and Technology Drive. This is all because of a major injury crash involving an overturned big rig. Traffic is being detoured around the area. North 880 at Alvarado Niles Road. We're getting first reports of a four car crash. Traffic is jammed through there. In the South Bay North 101 and Oakland Road in 13th an accident is still in the clearing stages from the right side. Southbound 6 Stadium Walnut Creek, right before North Main Street. There's a car out of gas. It's blocking the third lane from the left, and the Bay Bridge backup is still from West Grand. Hate traffic? Don't hate? Drive happy. Get a Garmin newbie with subscription-free HD digital traffic and avoid traffic and construction delays with updates delivered as often as every 30 seconds. Drive with Garmin, the most trusted name in GPS. For more traffic information, log on to SigAlert.com. I'm Karina Velasquez.
1: 42075. That's
0: eight hundred six five. you
3: You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM twelve twenty KDOW and iHeart Radio Station.
2: Welcome back in, it's Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Just read a report about coastal flooding in cities around the world could cause damage totaling one trillion dollars annually by the year 2015. 2050, almost all cities face the worst damage are in Asia, North and North America. New York, New Orleans, and Miami are particularly high risk of damage. I see a story like that, and I see Home Depot, I see Lowe's, I see lumber. I see insurance companies. Stodd. Let's bring in Patrick O'Hare, Briefing. dot com, chief market analyst. How are you, Patrick?
4: Hi, Rob. I'm doing fine, thank you.
2: So, for the first week uh, since you and I've been talking for about three months, we're having one of those five down days in a row feelings. Something to miss here?
4: Right. Um, well, you know, I mean, it wasn't. Uh, it's not any great stretch to suggest that the market was due for a pullback. Um, you know, we saw the S&P 500 gain close to 10% in a six-week period that began on June 24th. So some simple price exhaustion would factor into the mix. But, you know, what, what you've got brewing here, though, are some issues that pertain to the troubles in emerging markets that relate back to what you know, the Fed's uh, decision-making will ultimately be as it relates to its uh, level of asset purchases. And and there's kind of like a, just a, a mix of uncertainty that's come to a head here in the very near term that's uh, understandably causing some uh, some profit-taking and some selling interest in the stock market.
2: So the emerging markets are underperforming. I've heard people link this to a similar time in history, 1998, with the Asian flu. Mm-hmm. Is there a link that things could unravel in Asia and yet still do
4: well here? Um, You know, I I think that, you know, one of the differences is that we are uh, arguably, you know, more connected to those markets than we were in 97 and 98. Um, You know, what we've heard in recent years, of course, and what everyone's been saying is that, you know, the, the the hot growth is going to be in these emerging markets, and that's where the multinationals are going to target their capital investments to take advantage of the the emerging you know middle class consumer in those areas. And and to the extent that you get you know capital outflows from those markets that might lead authorities there to you know raise interest rates to try to keep that capital at home, that could ultimately slow the economies in those in those markets. And that's but has been. You know, really one of the concerns and one of the drivers of the weakness there, and if you get some real um, slowing in the real economy there, that's going to have an impact on the, the profit prospects of multinational companies, U.S. multinationals that are doing business there. So we're not entirely insulated by any means from the, the difficulties of the emerging markets. And you know, maybe one of the key differences though is that the uh, currencies there are not you know fixed uh, to the dollar like they were um, in '97. So, uh, but In any event, I mean, the weakness that you're seeing in those emerging markets is not to be overlooked because it can be problematic as it relates to the earnings potential for U.S. companies.
2: I saw some pretty impressive earnings out this morning for um, Home Depot and Best Buy. Um, Best Buy didn't have the revenue growth that Home Depot did. Home Depot's got the housing market behind it. But Best Buy stock has gone from $12 to $32, $35 this year. I looked at that Pat, and I was stunned. I last time I looked, it was twelve dollars, and they were talking about taking it private. Next thing I look, it's up three hundred percent.
4: Yeah, you know, when I look at you know stock like Best Buy, it kind of reminds me of when I look at a stock like Hewlett Packard. Right? Hewlett was at ten bucks a share uh, earlier in the year, and you know it's up over I think twenty six, twenty seven bucks now. And and you know it's one of those stories where it's got you know kind of that that great you know brand recognition. Um, you're kind of like you almost want to pull for it. It's a good company, but it's obviously run into a competitive, uh, you know, chainsaw as it relates to Amazon.com and the whole idea that you know Best Buy is essentially the window shopping opportunity for people to then go buy you know the same goods on Amazon at a cheaper price. But you know, it does appear that you know Best Buy is starting to you know sort of stabilize its business here and the market uh, has given it the benefit of the doubt that it's going to get things turned around and of course you had a tremendous amount of negativity built up into the stock uh, that was reflected in high levels of short selling interest and as best buy slowly you know throws off some signs that it might be turning the corner and you know becoming you know a real meaningful competitor against amazon.com and it could certainly be around for the long term, you get some of that short covering interest that really drives those outsized gains in the stock because there was so much negativity. And that's kind of similar to what you saw with Hewlett-Packard, so much negativity surrounding the PC business. And when when things just sort of stabilized, everyone came flooding back into the stock, which caused a lot of short covering to help magnify the, uh, the gains you've seen to drive it to the current levels it's trading at. So Best Buy yeah, it's an okay story. It's getting a little bit better. But truly, Home Depot is the one where if you're going to look at a standard bearer for you know, a good fundamental story, um, there's no question that Home Depot's hitting on all cylinders right now and has a really good story going.
2: You mentioned the word brand, and HP has got a good brand, and you're kind of rooting for the brand. I talk a lot about brand stocks on the show because it's relatable to people. It's a little bit different than what you're doing. Um, I'll talk about Visa. We've known them our whole lives. Carl Malden and American Express.
4: Express, right.
2: Um, You know, Visa is something that's been with us our whole life. Nike, a great big brand. Is there any thought on that's a safer way to invest than, say, picking small-cap companies or mid-cap companies or S&P 500 or Internet? Do you see where I'm going?
4: Yeah, you know, I think uh, for, for a lot of investors, uh, retail investors, certainly there's a, there's a certain comfort level. You know, those are the names okay. that they, they know and have come to trust. Um, a lot of, you know, people are going to fall back on the uh, the words of Peter Lynch, the famed Fidelity Fund manager who said, you know, buy what you know. And, you know, with these companies that have tremendous brand power, um, the ones that you mentioned, they've been in business a, a really long time. And so uh, the idea that they could, you know, ever go out of business just doesn't register with a lot of people. So there's a certain comfort level there, you know, in terms of investing in those stocks. And at the same time, a lot of them, you know, have developed, you know, such good business plans that they continue to pay dividends and increasing dividends that are going to appeal to those um uh, long-term oriented investors, and, you know, they're certainly not uh, immune from the, from the business cycle. Um, you know, you've seen Coca-Cola have its issues. You've seen Procter Gamble have its issues. You've seen Johnson & Johnson have its issues. But eventually, these companies, they attract quality uh, individuals, you know, at the leadership level and, and below, and they eventually get things worked out. So if you can ride through some of those ups and downs of the business cycle, you tend to come out pretty good on the other side of them.
2: Now, the economists of the nation are meeting again in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and the big story is will Janet Yellen get snubbed for the Federal Reserve head position or not? Uh, How much of a story is that to you?
4: right well i think it's a really important story and there's also some other um uh, appointments that are going to need to be made within the federal reserve as well i believe uh, governor askin announced um you know a resignation as well and you know so there's going to be an appointment there uh, i think uh, Cleveland Fed president pianalto has also you know announced that she's resigning and so uh, there'll be an appointment there granted by the you know local um federal reserve bank you know the president doesn't nominate the uh The Federal Reserve Bank presidents, but uh, he does nominate the governors and and the Fed chairman, of course. But, you know, I think it could be a really important story uh, because the market is is obviously very comfortable with uh, Ms. Yellen, and it's obviously very reliant on this stimulative policy that's been, you know, set in place by Mr. Bernanke. And Ms. Yellen is thought to be, you know, his acolyte who's going to continue on with that easy policy. So if she's not Getting the appointment and say uh, Larry Summers is, there's going to be some uh, certainly some short-term disruption in our estimation just because of the unknown factor about how Mr. Summers might guide monetary policy and the presumption that he'll be a little bit you know more hawkish and more inclined to pull back on quantitative easing uh, more readily than Ms. Yellen might be, and so I think it uh, it does create uh, some concern that you're going to get some uh, some. some you know, short-term disruption in the stock market if Ms. Yellen does not get that appointment. Mm -hmm.
2: Speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, briefing.com, Patrick, we've got about two minutes left. Mm -hmm. Microphone's all yours. Anything we need to be aware of?
4: Yeah, well, you know, we talked about Home Depot today, and and obviously it's done extremely well. been a very well-managed company, and you're seeing, you know, all good things there, Um, you know, margin trends, sales trends, Same-store sales trends, and that's a really good story, and it's being kind of hailed there as a a good sign for the housing market. I would agree with that, uh, but, you know, one of the things we are going to keep a close watch on are the trends in existing home sales and new home sales, which uh, you're going to get those reports later this week. Because housing is being held out as the main pillar of support for this economy, and if you see further downtrend in that area, it does raise some questions about, um, you know, growth forecasts in the second half of the year, and that could eventually also give way to the market coming around to thinking the Fed's not going to taper in September if you get some weak home sales data, Um, you know, and so perversely that could sort of turn things around for the stock market, if you will, because you might get uh, long-term interest rates moving lower on that idea and uh, stock prices moving higher on the thinking that the Fed's not going anywhere uh, just yet.
2: Thanks very much for joining me. That's Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst Briefing.com. Briefing.com provides independent live market analysis of the U.S. and international markets, great source of information. I use it. CFP Chad Burton uses it. Um, you have to develop tool sets and they have a wonderful tool set to help you understand what sort of perspective you need in these markets. Um, as does the Wall Street Journal. Um, there's you know, some things that you are must-reads in this industry. Financial Times is good. I don't believe in as much Investor's Business Daily, although the charting service that Investor's Business Daily has called Big Charts is all that in a bucket of chicken. You can find out more about me online, robblack.com. It's robblack.com. I've always got events coming up around the corner, for instance one in September in Los Gatos on a Thursday evening. Books up fast, sign up now at Robblack.com. That's Robblack.com.
0: Questions
4: over the feds one percent. That's a Bloomberg market minute.
3: You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220
2: KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money. Investing more. The new TiVos have a killer, killer feature. Not only can you record 450 hours of HD video, $600, plus a monthly fee, but you can download shows directly to your iPad or iPhone, or you can beam them to your iPad or iPhone. As long as you have a Wi-Fi connection in your home, you know, downloading them to your iPad or iPhone is obviously awesome for plane rides and subway rides. So especially if you have children I can imagine loading up on some of your kids' favorite shows, dropping them on the iPad and you know not paying, you know, extra for downloading something onto your iPad that you knew, that you need to use. Um, so that, that's kind of nice. I like that story. Google Glass won't be out till sometime next year. Citing that it's always adjusting and readjusting timelines, Google's pushing back the date for Glass computerized headset to 2014. Google Maps adding Waze traffic reports today. The mobile versions of Google Maps blend traffic data from Waze and Waze users can now use Google Street View and satellite images. Best Buy shares have been on an insane tear this year. They're up. company was left for dead. And I, I'll be one of the first to tell you, when the company started talking about going private, I thought they were finished. Finished. Home Depot reaps benefits from U.S. housing rebound. Recovering the housing market helped Home Depot beat analyst expectations. So the Tivo CEO was just on CNBC, and some of the things that he said that was interesting is he thinks cable operators are going to own the future of TV because they have the most robust streaming pipes in the living room. He's basically bashing some of the set-top boxes, like Time Warner's cable set-top box. calls it a horrendous piece of hardware. TV allows you to get rid of the cable box, but hold on to your cable. We don't pay that much in rentals for a cable box or leasing them or renting them I'm not even sure what we're doing so getting the TiVo monthly service we got to figure that out because obviously America would all jump a new study finds that sexually active people make more money if you think about it it kind of makes sense uh, because when you're sexually active you're happier you're stronger you eat better you exercise more you dress better so go to it Get that career rocking. If you hear the better rocking, your career is a-rolling, right? Um, that's one of those no-brainer stories, though. You know, it's, the more you think about it, the more it makes sense. Um, CVS, on the other hand, makes no sense. It's not uncommon for retailers to attach a coupon or two. But CVS, when you go in and buy a stick of gum... They print out this ridiculous 38-inch receipt. That's three feet of receipt. It's six coupons attached to the end of a receipt to your extra care rewards program. So, um, if you don't use the extra care reward program, the receipt's six inches. So, I don't know. Multiple users on Twitter and Facebook are, are commenting on the story. Complaining of long receipts that are environmentally unfriendly. CVS Caremark spokeswoman elaborated a bit, saying, Printing our coupons and rewards on the register receipts uses less paper than printing coupons on additional paper, or that would be required if we sent direct mail. I don't know. So the company does seem to realize that customers aren't crazy about the giant receipts. That's good to know. I don't know. That's just. You always wonder, like, when you get that receipt, why is it so long? Taking a look at the stock market numbers of the day. We've got the SP 500 up 7, the Dow up 36, the NASDAQ up 21, gold up 9. Gold's had a nice two week run. 10 year Treasury sits at 2.8, a little bit of stability. Yesterday we tickled 2.9. Right around 3.5 is when I cut back my stock purchasing, and go more towards bonds. That's not exactly science, so don't rush out to be Rob Black. Be who you are as an investor. I always recommend that over trying to follow someone. The FAA's $40 billion adventure. A high-tech project is beginning to speed flights. It's always fun to watch how uh, technology is ever so slowly implement it. Other stories of note today. Um, White House is under pressure to pay interns. You just think White House intern, you instantly go dark, right? (laughs) You go Monica Lewinsky. There's just no way around that image in your head. Or maybe there isn't. I'm just not willing to find it. So emerging markets are under pressure. Jakarta Composite slid 3.2% today. S and P 500 is looking for its first gain in five sessions. Consumer discretionary, energy, healthcare, telco, and utilities doing well. Very defensive oriented names, healthcare, telco, utilities. Growthy names, discretionary, consumer discretionary, and energy. Weakness seen in consumer staples, financials. Kind of need the financials to help out. The Dow continues to trail the S and P 500 because of some big name laggards like 3M. United Technologies and IBM. IBM's starting to look pretty good if you don't think they go out of business. Or if you think they don't go out of business, is the right way of saying that. The retailers are pitching in today and helping. Best Buy up three. We don't need to have a jar of paint. So it's a discretionary purchase in retail. Home Depot up. No, Home Depot Depot's supposed to down a fraction. TJX companies up. Urban Outfitters up. The overall iShares Dow Jones U.S. Home Construction ETF up. Got an event coming up in Los Gatos. You can sign up for it at robblack.com. It's in early September. It's a retirement planning event. You can sign up for it at robblack.com. Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Hotel made out of cookies. Cookie Monster. This is Rob Black, your money, on the Wall Street Business Network.
5: What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it. You could junk it. Or you can donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free, and your donation is tax-deductible. Just call 1-800-943-1356. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It'll be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a non-profit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now. Call 1-800-943-1356. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher for donating. Call now, 1-800-943-1356. That's 1-800-943-1356.
3: And my heart radio station. KDL, Palo Alto, the Bay Area's business leader,
0: A division of
8: Salem Communications on the NASDAQ at SALM.
3: Good morning, I'm Chuck Kamlick,
9: CNBC Radio. The Dow and the NASDAQ both up about 10 points right now. Big day for retailers. Home Depot stock is flat even though sales and profits soared. Home Depot continues to benefit from that rebound in housing. J.C. JCPenney is up 2% because sales fell less than feared, but losses still tripled. Urban Outfitters 9% higher. Profits were up because it sold more clothes to teens at full price. And Best Buy 10% higher, cut more costs, sold more electronics online. Barnes & Noble, the big loser, down 14%. Barnes & Noble's losses doubled because Nook sales plunged. The worst news for investors, Chairman Leonard Riggio says... Hey, you won't buy the company's retail business after all. A year ago, Tesla stock sold for just under $30. This morning, Tesla stock is right at 148 bucks. The government gave Tesla's Model S sedan the highest safety rating of any car ever in its history. I'm Chuck Hamlick, CNBC Radio.
0: AM
3: 1220 KDOW traffic.
7: This Bay Area update is brought to you by Garmin. Northbound 101 before Dunn Avenue and Morgan Hill. A crash involving a Carnet big rig is now off to the right side. It looks like a, the back of that big rig may be partially blocking the right lane. Southbound 101 north of Freitas Parkway in San Rafael. We have word of a crash to there being pushed off to the right shoulder. That commute has been slowed from 37. The Bay Bridge toll Plaza still has a solid backup from the first overcrossing. Northbound 280 before Bird. A mortise- Cycle accident has made its way off to the right side. Southbound 680 has been very tough as you get through Concord this morning from 242 to 24. Hate traffic? Don't hate? Drive happy? Get a Garmin Newbie with subscription-free HD digital traffic and avoid traffic and construction delays with updates delivered as often as every 30 seconds. Drive with Garmin, the most trusted name in GPS. For more traffic information, log on to sigalert.com. I'm Karina Velasquez with your Bay Area traffic bad credit card debt happens
8: to good people credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates or low minimum payments before you know it you owe thousands of dollars in credit card debt it has happened to millions of good people just like you but here's the good news thanks to a powerful program now approved anyone with two thousand dollars or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and even reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether that's right our nationwide nonprofit program is helping u.s. residents cut their credit card payments Call 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 800-925-8130 now. The call and information are free. We've helped over half a million people with their credit card debt, and now we can help you. Call 800-925-8130 to see how this powerful nonprofit program can work for you. Bad credit card debt happens to good people. Get free of credit card debt today. Call 800-925-8130. That's 800-925-8130. Again, 800-925-8130.
1: Look, the worst part about business travel is worrying about my wife and kids at home alone. My family's safety is my responsibility. That's why I started researching home security. I called the big alarm companies, checked online, even looked at doing it myself. But the best technology for the best price came from Vivint. They even won the Consumer's Digest Best Buy Award. Yes, Vivint gives me a complete security system, but it does even more. Vivint's video technology is unreal. I can see what's going on in my home right from my smartphone, tablet, or computer. I can even lock the doors remotely if my kids forget. Best yet, I got Vivint's no equipment costs and free install deal. $1,200 worth of camera and security equipment at no charge. Vivint was the easy choice for my family's safety.
8: Take control of your family's safety with Vivint. Order now for up to $1,200 in security equipment at no charge. Just pay as little as $99 for activation. Plus, call now and installation is free. Call 1-800-236-7081. That's 1-800-236-7081. 1-800-236-7081.
0: Quite often we find ourselves thinking we should have done things sooner.
7: I love that we took this vacation.
0: I know. We should have done this a long time ago. Sooner is just better than later. And now you don't have to wait till later to own the car of your dreams. Thanks to a surprisingly affordable certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. Each of our certified pre-owned vehicles undergoes an exhaustive process of analysis, inspection, and reconditioning until it meets the uncompromising standards of a Mercedes-Benz. Plus, every one is available with an optional extended limited warranty for up to seven years or 135,000 total vehicle miles. And now, with three months of Sirius XM satellite radio. And your certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz is available only at your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer.
1: Visit today for exceptional financing. Do you have student loans? Are you worried about making your payments? Don't worry. We can help you. If you're behind, if you're late, or even if you're in default on your student loans, we can help cut your payments right away. We provide student loan relief, getting your relief from your student loans fast. We'll stop any harassing phone calls, stop any wage garnishments, and even remove any tax liens. No matter how much you owe or how far behind you are on payments, call our established student aid toll-free assistance line right now at 800 641 We can fix your student loan problems guaranteed. That's right, we guarantee we'll get your student loan out of default and cut your payments right away. Best of all, it's 100% guaranteed. Just call 800-641-6098. We've helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loans. Don't go another day with your loans behind or in default. Our specialists are waiting for your call. Call 800-641-6098. That's 800-641-6098. Again, 800-641-6098.
0: chat
7: and uh, have some fun.
0: Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network.
2: Welcome to Rob Black and your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Talk about investing. We could talk about retirement. Some days I talk on markets. Some days I blend a little personal finance into it. Hopefully, you get what I'm trying to accomplish here. I'm trying to make you a saver and not a spender. I'm trying to get you to save while still enjoying life on some levels. Um, try to avoid like cult stocks. Uh, try to, you know, be careful. I got an email yesterday from someone who's like, I own a mortgage-backed REIT. And there's two types of publicly traded REITs. There's mortgage-backed and there's, you actually own the building. And the business inside that building. Mortgage-backed REITs don't work for me. They yield way too much. Even a name like Analy Capital. The yield's Dangerous. You've seen that stock go from 18 down to 11 in the last 52 weeks because the yield of 10% drew investors in. So you got to watch out for what are referred to as value traps. I got an email from someone who owns a company called ARR, their apartment rental play. But all these mortgage-backed security companies, not all of them, but the premium ones, Annaly and Armor Residential, they've got this angle of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. They're buying, you know, into that market of mortgage-backed securities. And what you have to be careful of is they're in the business of basically, you know, funding and selling of mortgages at a gap differential. And these mortgage-backed rates aren't going to fare well if Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac goes away. Now, they all know that, and Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac could go away, according to basically a republican or democratic congress everyone's looking at ways to cut americans exposure to financial risk and put it on the private side of the fence with that said it's by far not a done deal and uh it's something to watch any yield over six percent is exponentially more dangerous so like they say there's a difference between a four earthquake and a five and a huge difference between a five and a six and even a bigger difference between a six and seven. I hate saying the word earthquake. <laughs> I live in earthquake country, right? If you get your calls in the air, it's eight hundred, five one six, twelve twenty, it's eight hundred, five one six, twelve twenty, anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. So chasing yield can get you into a lot of trouble. Then again, on the high end as well as on the low end. You can't afford to own a bond fund that's giving you one percent returns because that's not keeping up with inflation over time. So there's a sweet spot that you're looking for somewhere between two to six percent. S&P 500 up seven, the Dow up 38, Nasdaq up 21. Ten-year Treasury's not playing with 2.9 percent today. It did yesterday, and Wall Street didn't like it. Wall Street had a fourth down day yesterday. Today they're back, not back in black. Yes, I'm back in black. Um Oh that was bad. I'm so sorry. But um but um boom. Some other big stories of note today. Comcast NBC's expensive bet on Barclays Premier League. It could be a winner. It debuted with a combined rating of the three soccer games of one half one percent. That represents number of U.S. homes with the TV watching some of that soccer action. America's Got Talent does 10 times that. Sunday Night Football does 15 times that. 15% of TV households, so it's it's huge, right? But we got some scoring. Manchester United, a team we've heard of, did well. So Comcast has got in NBC sports division. Fox has got Fox Sports 1, which if you didn't watch yesterday, was the launching day of a new sports network to try to compete with ESPN. So NBC's Comcast got soccer and the other sports, including the Olympics. Fox has got football and other sports. ESPN seems to have everything. Now, ESPN is able to charge the cable operators... Big do me because you and I want to watch live sports. Home Depot is reaping the benefits from U.S. housing rebound. A recovery in the housing market helped Home Depot beat quarterless expectations and raise annual expectations. Best Buy shares have been on an insane tear this year. I like seeing it. I missed it. Last hour, I spoke with Patrick O'Hare, Briefing.com chief market analyst. And I was surprised um, at how far Best Buy has come. Because last time I looked, a couple months ago, they're in a proxy battle with the founder, Howard Schultz, about who's going to run the company. They've had a rough year last year with the CEO leaving the company after a sex scandal. Even though there was a study out today that says more sex equals a better career. Because you're more fit, you eat better. You exercise more, you dress better, you're more confident. So these are some of the big stories out there today. Uh, sector-wise, we're seeing a very defensive nature. So even though we're getting a rally today, it's not the rally we want. Utilities are dividend players, as are telco companies and healthcare. Uh, is a play on, well, we're going to get sick in a good economy or a bad economy we're going to die in a good of bad economy. So when I see those guys leading the market, <clears throat> even on an up day, I'm kind of like, eh. Nine of the ten sectors trade in positive territory today while the industrial space trades lower. So the Dow Jones Industrial Average having a struggling day. GE and Deere, two companies with great names, two companies with long franchised, storied careers. Silver off sharply overnight. Simmer gold up fractionally. To you get your calls in the air, it's 800 516 1220. It's 800 516 1220. TiVo launched a new service or a new pro- set of products, first set of new products in three years. I remember learning about the TiVo in the late 90s and just going, wow, this is pretty cool. What you could do with a new TV TiVo, it lets you beam recorded shows to your iPhone or iPad. You can download the shows directly to your device, so you can watch them if you're not connected to the Internet, which is perfect for plane or subway rides. With an iPhone or an iPad, you could beam what you've recorded, whether it be pictures or videos, onto your TV, if you have Apple TV. The iPhone and iPad streaming, worth a few extra hundred dollars? For most of us, probably not. For the TV obsessed, it's a huge bonus. The new TVs can run anywhere between $300 to $600. But you get 450 hours of HD video. Which, if you're a TV enthusiast, it's pretty good stuff. If you're going on a big flight, that's pretty good stuff. 18 hour trip to Hawaii. Or right, Hawaii, that's a long trip. 18 hour trip to Australia. I consider uh, loading up my phone or loading up my iPad with that kind of product. Got a bit event coming up. Big event coming up in Los Gatos. You can learn more about it at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. It's coming up September. You can sign up for it. It's a retirement workshop boot camp. Sign up for it at robblack.com.
1: been a victim of a predatory lender, or are facing foreclosure for any reason, you must listen to this message. A special toll-free assistance line. The NASDAQ added... To-
0: I'm tense and nervous, that I can't relax. I can't sleep, cause my bed's on fire. Don't
3: touch me, I'm a real live wire. Psycho killer, you see. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now. Back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220,
5: KDOW.
3: Welcome in.
2: Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial money, investing and more. Take a look at the markets today. There's a heavy retail focus. Best Buy, Home Depot, TJ Maxx, or TJX companies, Urban Outfitters report above consensus expectations. There is a negative play off India and the Jakarta Composite. The Rupiah at a 51-month low. So, India, most of Asia, has been flummoxed and is suffering a little bit from a a flu-like comparison in 1998. SP 500 looking for its first positive day in five trading sessions. Will we get there? I don't know. Uh, I'm not a short-term kind of guy. Hopefully, you're not either, but maybe you are Apple versus Samsung Samsung's going to release a watch September 5th is believed Apple going to release a new iPhone September 10th it is believed Tivo comes out with a new product which got a killer killer angle where you can beam content from your cable box to your phone or your iPad Wi-Fi or download it onto your iPad or iPhone. That's intriguing. To get your calls in the air, it's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Some of the latest business headlines: Comcast Business ad adds Senex Corporations to channel partner. That's more of a press release than a story. It's more of a. Did I really need that? And you don't. And that's one of the things you have to watch out for when you're investing. The news that you get, is it news or is it a press release? Is there some reporting in it? Is there some angle I can get from it? Whirlpool declares a quarterly dividend. That's nice to see. Big ticket item manufacturer. Annual sales, of $18 billion. 68,000 employees. 65 manufacturing tech research centers around the world. Whirlpool is Whirlpool. Maytag, KitchenAid, Gen Air, Amana. Botnick, Rostop. So, a lot of consumer brand names that you know and are aware of. Quarterly dividend of $0. $0.62 cents a share. So, I like dividends. The one thing a dividend does is it gives you money every quarter. Typically. not at, Some dividends are annually Typically. So, I like dividends. I can't lie. You know, a 1.89% yield. Potentially some stock buybacks here and there. Potentially some growth here and there. I don't know. One of the reasons I believe in Wall Street and stock market is I sort of believe there's always going to be war. I sort of believe there's always going to be natural disasters. There's a chance my house gets burned down or torn down or hurricaned on or flooded on. And I'm going to have to rebuild it. And insurance is going to cover a portion of it, and I'm going to cover the rest of it. So I believe there's always going to be consumption in the world. Whether it be food, health care, housing. Coastal flooding in cities around the world could cause damage totaling $1 trillion annually by 2050. The areas that could get hit hit hardest in the United States obviously New York City, New Orleans, and Miami. Other than that, most of the areas that have the most amount of risk are in Asia. So we're going to see more Hurricane Katrina ravagings. Hurricane Sandy destruction. You know, it's just going to happen. There's no way around it. Now, some people will, like start slurring it. Like, rawr, rawr,
6: you forgot it.
2: There's a way to stop it. We could probably be kinder to our Earth. I probably agree with that. So the great rotation is this concept that money is going to flow out of bonds into stocks. I'm okay with that as a story. It's not, I'm not going to invest in it, but I'm okay with it. With that out there, I think uh, I'd like to see some revenue growth. If I'm going to buy the whole stock market angle... Otherwise, I think it's a stock picker's market at this level because we've come so far so fast. S P 500 is up to seven right now. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up forty three. Nasdaq up twenty three. One company not participating: shares of Apple down four dollars today after having a huge run from three eighty all the way up to five maybe like. Fifteen, five, twelve, right around that area. So, there's the story about a gold phone. Tim Cook went to China a couple times that I know of in the last year, half year. China loves gold. India loves gold. Where does the story go? It's a good question: Is there a comment? Is the gold iPhone going to be? Part of an announcement of cracking into the biggest phone carrier, China Mobile? It could be. I think that's what the market's hoping for, at least. Google Maps is going to get integration with Waze traffic reports. I'm a Google phone guy, even though I own shares of Apple, in large part because I like the Navigator feature. I think Google has got a better voice recognition system than Apple and their Siri. I literally just say, navigate to work, and dun-dun-dun, it tells me 36 minutes. So Google Map Apps for Android, are I just think they're far superior. And they're all going to get an update on traffic now. And again, the updates on traffic have, have typically been how fast or slow things are moving. Green means good. Yellow means there's a slowdown. Red means it's it's pretty bad. And it's actually a pretty useful tool um, if you're planning a long trip because you get alternative routes. But now they're going to add a little bit more data into it, like sig alerts, as well as traffic, um, you know, car crashes. And this is pretty impressive. This is from Argentina to Brazil, to Chile, to Colombia, Ecuador, France, Germany, Mexico, Panama, Peru, Switzerland, UK, US... So they're great products getting better and I look forward to seeing it. If I get it today I'll be thrilled to get your calls in the air. I'm not going to be thrilled by it, but I'll be happy. To get your calls in the air it's 800 it was Rob Black and your money. Don't forget i got a big event coming up in Los Gatos in early September. It's a Thursday evening business uh, event tied towards retirement workshops. You can sign up for it at robblack.com That's robblack.com
3: 1220 KDOW traffic. Apply for a settlement that's 75. percent
0: Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit optimataxrelief.com. Black you the rain.
3: come? You're listening to Rob Black and your money. On AM twelve twenty, KDOW.
2: How um, Leonard <coughs> dead died today? <coughs> Board teams kill a ball player. That's pretty frightening. Four teenagers gunned down a college ball player. A person who's got his whole life out of him. Got into college, playing baseball. He's visiting his girlfriend, He's going for a jog. And some teenagers were bored, just decided to shoot him. As a father, that would be gut-wrenching and heartless. It would be a quick path to insanity, because teenagers were bored. That one I don't get. Guess I'm not supposed to, but you get the idea. So, let's take a look at some market numbers. I want to talk to you a little bit later about some pros and cons of refinancings. Is it appropriate for you or not? Right now we've got the S&P 500 up 8. We have the Dow jones Industrial Average up 40, and the NASDAQ up 24. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, Bay Source.com. It's Bay com. Tony specializes in mortgage lending. He also has a show here on KDOW, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. That's, again, all about real estate and lending and how to get the loan for the home of your dreams. Tony, we have seen a virtual cycle play out numerous times. It feels like adjustable rate mortgages were popular, then they became un, then they got kind of the point where they turned into hybrids, where you know no document loans, and then we got back to let's kill those off for a while and go to thirty years and fifteen years. Uh, Real estate prices are down, people go with a thirty. Real estate prices are up, they go with the ARM. What's an ARM?
6: Well, it's an adjustable rate mortgage, and you can it's amortized for thirty years, which means your payments are going to be calculated over a 30-year period based on whatever rate you have at the time. A three-year arm, for example, means you're fixed for three years, and then after the third year, you become an adjustable. And you can adjust quite a bit based on a certain index. That index could be anything from the LIBOR to one of the treasury uh, um, accounts so, or indexes. So it's not meant for everybody because after that fixed period, your payments could go up dramatically. So it's, it's a specific product that people use as a tool to keep their payments lower. That's the number one advantage of an arm, Adjust rate mortgage is that the rate's going to be about a half a point, sometimes a point lower than what you get on a 30 year fix. The shorter the term arm or the arm term, the lower the rate. So let's say you're staying in your house for three years. Right. Uh, get a three-year. arm. Why would you get a thirty-year fix at a point higher than and then a thirty-year, then a three-year arm w- and save you know ten thousand dollars over that period of time. So that's why an arm makes sense. Does the property come into play? For instance, can you get an arm on a condo or townhouse? Um, you can, but, but an arm is a riskier product. So you need higher credit scores. You right. need higher equity. Uh, you know, in a lot of cases, you need twenty-five percent or more equity to get an arm. Even though lately. Jumbo arms have become more aggressive. You can go up to 80%, but over 80%, you're done unless you get an FHA loan, which are pricey to begin with. It kind of negates the benefit of having an arm. And part
2: of the whole cycle, again, is at some point in time, you're going to be able to get up to 103% on all these products because... We get to the point where we keep loosening standards, loosening standards, loosening standards. Disaster. Disaster. Titan- and then we tighten standards, and then we loosen them, loosen
6: them, loosen them. This was a pretty tragic event that happened uh, to the housing industry, and and they've be- since then become over-regulated. and it's going to continue getting tougher. But it, it right now, I'd say we're about what we were in '99 to 2000 as far as guidelines, and then you know, you know what, hit the fan and. Lenders started going crazy with the NEGAM loans, loans that would actually increase your balance based on a start rate of like 1%. Those aren't going to come back. So we're going to be a little bit more conservative as far as the type of products available and close some of the doors on, on risky products like the, the NEGAM. Uh, I guess I just said the same thing over, but it really does emphasize that lenders are scared about selling these products back to the, the secondary market, and they're going to continue over being overregulated and over. Uh, um, criticize your loan scenario. Speaking with Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com,
2: how often, or how much money do you make? Is it different for an arm
6: versus a 15-year versus a 30-year? It's not. Uh, One of the things that did change is the way that lenders and loan officers and brokers are compensated so that they charge the same for each scenario. Um, But in the past, uh, we used to have lenders that came to our office and they would promote certain products, not the ones that were the best for the client, but the best for the loan officer to make the most money. That's where we got in the most trouble, is loan officers were looking to make the most money and selling the wrong products to the clients. That's gone away.
2: So what else should we know about that cash scenario or about the real, the scenario where you use a lender, you want them to make money, but you don't want them to make too much money and you don't want them to make nothing because then they're not going to really work
6: for you and get to know you. Right. The first thing you want to do is just make sure that you have the right scenario, good credit, you want equity in your property, good income. And you don't want to stray off of that path because there are some, you know, you have to use FHA, you have to use a private money loan. You want to stick in the mainstream. That's why I'm worried about this private sector, um, funding that Obama's trying to push, it's, it could make it a lot worse for people in higher rates. So you want to first make sure your scenario is correct, and then you want to do some shopping. I like using a broker because brokers use several different lenders that could fit your scenario into their slot, where if you did it on your own and you tried to go to one lender and then another lender, you're running your credit more often, and you may not hit the right lender that has the right scenario. So there are several things that you can do to make sure that you would ensure that you end up with the right pricing, Get a good faith estimate. Make sure you shop on the right the same day uh, because rates change quite often, and there's some quite a few other tools that you can use. Thanks very much. You can find Tony Mendez at bayarealoansource.com. It's
2: bayarealoansource.com. Getting to know the right product, getting to know the right lender, I think is critical. You do not want to be in a scenario where you go into a bank and try to get a loan because you're not going to get the product that's right for you. You're going to get the product that they want to push to you. You're listening to me, Rob Black. It's Tony Mendez, and you can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. I was watching a little of the Oakland A's game last night because the Giants game was so miserable. Um, I think there was like 11,000 fans at the game. That's crazy. To get your calls in the air, 800 516 1220, 800, 516, Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Um, can't stay in business if people don't come to the stadium. They've got a good team and no one's showing up. It's not a fun stadium, is it? SP 500 t- up 10, the Dow up 52, the NASDAQ up 27, gold's up 7, oils down fraction, 10 year treasuries 2.81%. Tesla Model S gets the highest safety rating ever. That's uh, feather in the cap after getting you know a super high quality review of the overall vehicle itself. So not only is it nice to drive, fun to drive, but on top of that, it's it's safe to drive. JCPenney sales stumble. Back to school is up and running. They say sales continue to fall sharply last quarter. Shoppers balked at the fancier items in the relaunched home goods section, but there were signs retailers winning back customers this back to school season. Other stories that we're working on, taking a look at, trying to catch up on, include um, the great rotation is this concept that money is going to come out of bonds and into stocks, trillions of dollars. As people start seeing, the higher interest rates probably means, unless our Fed is crazy, the higher interest rates that we've seen in the 10-year Treasury going from 1.6 to 2.6 to point. 7 to 2.8 to 2.9. Back to 2.8. Probably means things are pretty good out there. Home Depot had a great quarter. Home Depot beat. Raised guidance for the year. Best Buy beat. Their, Their demise seems to be greatly exaggerated. Home Depot up tied towards the housing market, a lot of people believe. Best Buy up tied towards you know trying to right size. So, sales are down pretty much so year over year. So, there's Samsung sections, there's Microsoft sections, there's Apple sections. So, Best Buy stock surprisingly up 160% this year. Urban Outfitters up 9% this year. Clothing chain missed revenue projections. And they're up 9%. It beat on the bottom line. The company says it is successful in its attempts to run fewer discounts. If you ever go into Gap and see big fifty percent off signs, that's probably means they're trying to move inventory. It could be because it's summer and it's moving into fall and they want to get rid of the shorts. It could be because they're trying to you know pad a quarter, get as much revenue as possible. It could mean that they just want to do. Clear the racks so they can get new product on. Try to have the right product next quarter. 800 1220. calls on the air. White House under pressure to pay interns. This was one of the stories that I found pretty interesting last week. Sheryl Sandberg, Chief Operating Officer at Facebook, she writes the book Lean In, where it encourages women to be more attuned to their career. What's interesting to note about that is she didn't pay her interns and her organization. She quickly changed on that. White House under pressure to pay its interns. Talking about job markets for the young. You're talking about Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Got a big event coming up in Las Gatos, Toll House Hotel, Retirement Workshop. Learn more at robblack.com.
3: 1220
7: KDOW traffic. This
0: Area. Also, we've got investors on percent after posting quarterly sales. you that I'm never who I am?
3: You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station.
2: it just got an interesting email. And I dig this email because I think we've all been in situations that we don't necessarily want to talk about it but we should this was sent from a person named dan she says my 27 year old is take going to take off i'm sorry my 27 year old is going to take all of his 401k from two jobs ago about sixty thousand dollars to pay attorney fees for dui he's in between jobs but any jobs coming soon Anything to avoid all the IRS taxes and penalties or long-term IRS payments? Well, first and foremost, don't screw the IRS in this process. Because they will come after you. Second, I think you got to, you know, as his mom, you should try to help him as much as you can, and you are. You're listening to the show. On my TV show yesterday, I had a DUI attorney, that, and a DUI is basically... Five thousand seventy-five hundred dollars, but it could lead to a loss of a job. It could lead to loss of work because you don't have your car. When you get a DUI, the state has an issue with you, as does the DMV or the county, as well as the DMV. So you got to be cautious. You're going to lose your your license if you don't get an attorney. More often than not, the DMV regulator is going to say yanko. So what I'm looking for her to do is no, first and foremost, tell us down a you. You've got time to recover from this, you're only twenty seven. But sixty thousand dollars, cashing that out now, that'd be one hundred and twenty thousand by the time he's thirty five, it'd be two hundred and forty thousand by the time he's forty three. It'd be four hundred and eighty thousand by the time he's fifty. It'd be almost a million dollars by the time he retires. If not more. So it's a million dollar decision. You got behind the wheel drunk. And we're in Marin, don't do it. Well, anyway, I don't do it. But in particular, uh, they've got something like a seven- or eight-month backlog of DUIs right now. It's expensive. Um, you do it a second time, and, and you're you're really hurt. And maybe that's what happened here. But I would prefer that she takes out a home equity line of credit on her house and let him pay her back. I would prefer that he goes to a bank and tries to get a loan. I would prefer that he negotiates with his attorneys some sort of way of paying it back. $30,000, um, let's just cut it in half of, of legal fees he did something terribly terribly more than just a DUI um, I don't know anything, uh, move in with you and um, if he's paying rent look at his budget so I don't know what the attorney fees are I know he's got a $60,000 in a 401k But he's going to be losing a lot of that Because he has to pay income taxes on anything he brings out Has to pay a penalty on anything he brings out He could take a loan against his own 401k Uh, Again, it may not cover everything So I don't really know the scope of his problem Or the scope of the actual debt But another thing Maybe he should have ran up uh, I'm not going to say he should have ran up the attorney fees because he did and that's unfortunate apartments in the Bay Area they're now being converted back into condos originally developed as condos then the housing bubble hit so uh, condominium com- complexes from San Francisco to San Jose to Emeryville to Oakland basically said we better now that we've built these we better rent these out because no one's going to buy them and then the market has a big run and they're like now they're for sale they're for sale so the conversion of the condo projects to apartments, it's an interesting story during, you know, the housing boom to bust to boom. Does it tell you that we're setting up for a bust? I think it does tell you that, you know, we're chasing performance. So be careful. English Premier League soccer did very, very well for NBC. So it looks like the Barclays Championship uh, was a wise decision. If you're a newlywed or if you're in love, what the world needs now is not another love song, right? When you're young and in love or married and in love, just newlyweds, don't jack up your lifestyle. You know, two can live cheaply as one because you combine the household incomes. You get the cheaper, you know, home-cooked meals. You save on rent if you buy a house. Maybe transportation if you share a car. So that surplus may make you feel like a, you, know, you hit the jackpot, but don't spend it. Save it. Try to live on one salary and save the other is the best way to look at that angle. Max out your retirement savings when you're young. You'll always be able to look at your retirement statement and say, you know, me and you got a future together. So again, that 27-year-old, 60000 equals over a million dollars. You want to get some insurance? As newlyweds, you probably want to get life insurance on the earners of the family. If you're both earners, then life insurance on both of you. I just paid my disability insurance bill, and I hate it, but I have to have disability insurance in case a drunk driver hits me today. Not if I'm a drunk driver, because I'm not going to do that. Uh, But if a drunk driver hits me, and I can't work anymore, and I like I got chronic pain in my legs, or I lose my legs, and I need sixty percent of my income, and that's what disability insurance does for you. And also, while you're yo- young, one last thing I'll throw out there is, you know, enjoy life. and by the way, for the life insurance, for the newlyweds on the breadwinners, term life, not whole life, not variable life. So when you're young, enjoy, because it gets tougher as you get older. Shoulders hurt just from sleeping in the bed just from sleeping in the bed you wake up with a sore shoulder that's no fun S&P 500 higher today the Dow's higher today the Nasdaq's higher today so we're going to break our losing spell the downside is the downside is... is uh its utilities and telco leading the markets that's not good you can find me online at robblack.com that's robblack.com i'd like to hear from you Come to an event. Next event is in Los Gatos in early September. It's a retirement workshop. You can sign up for it at robblack.com. The
0: views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network. This...